you know this girl loves to talk about marketing. Marketing without selling your soul, marketing with generosity, and marketing being the RSVP to your party. If you don't know me, I absolutely love sales and all things marketing, and there's nothing I'd rather be coaching business owners to become the expert in their businesses on. This episode is all about my five musts of marketing. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing, and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious business owner or entrepreneur in the making, looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to The Growth Code. I have been having so many conversations lately about design, whether you need a brand, about marketing, what to focus on, and I've got some pretty fixed ideas about what's a must and what's important. So here it goes, my five musts of modern marketing. Marketing needs to have pieces that all fit together like a puzzle, coherent, consistent, clear messaging and calls to actions. You know this, you've heard all of this before. Now I hope that the next five topics around marketing are gonna have you jumping out of your seat with loads of ideas to implement in your business. I could have made this into five separate episodes, so seriously, grab a notebook, take notes, and let's dive in. Number one, your brand and brand story are the centerpiece of it all. If you tell me that you don't need a brand or a fancy logo design because you get by on your reputation or word of mouth, I'm going to tell you that's a load of hogwash and you know it. I'm not going to tell you why brands spend millions and millions on their identity, consistency. It's all obvious. I will, however, leave you with one quote that I believe was said by the CEO of Jaguar. He said, If you think that good design is expensive, you should look at the cost of bad design. There you have it. So go and figure out for yourself what the opportunity cost is of presenting yourself to humans with eyes with a brand that looks like clip art from the 90s versus someone who's invested in their image, looks consistent and looks the part. You don't need to spend millions Work with a freelancer, work with a small branding agency, but get a brand, a visual identity and system with a set of brand guidelines so that you can use your brand consistently, because that is how you build trust. I will talk about brand strategies and designs with anyone who will listen, but for now I want to leave you with why having a brand story is just as important as any other part of your brand identity. People connect through their emotions and there's no better way than to do that with a story. You've got to really understand your brand before you can tell a compelling story. And when I own my branding and digital agency, we always started working with clients to try and uncover their values, their why. I want you to think of some of your favorite brands. Maybe you recognize Starbucks, Zappos, Patagonia, Picture Clothing. These are some of my favorite brands and they all have something powerful in common. 
their core values are clearly defined. Zappos even wrote a book about it, which I highly recommend. It's called Delivering Happiness. So your values are the principles, the beliefs or accepted standards that you decide what is right and guide you on acting accordingly, no matter what the situation. Knowing your values will help you attract your ideal clients who share those values or appreciate them in some wonderful way. You need to know who you are, what you do, why it matters, and who your brand exists to serve. When you have your brands and all the ingredients at hand, you're ready to start baking your brand story. I want to share this quote by Bernadette Jiwa. Give them a reason to care, a story they can believe in. Having a great story changes the game for you. It can make selling easier, and a great story doesn't need to be written by a Pulitzer Prize-winning copywriter. It helps, but if you struggle with articulating your values and your brand and how you can use your values in your stories and in your copy, I've got a book called Content That Sells Like Hot Pizza. That'll get you right on track, and I'll put links in the show notes for you. Moving on. Number two, high-value content offers. Freebies, lead magnets, micro-offers, these are all things that can have a massive impact on your marketing. These are the things that will give you some wins and propel your long-term healthy audience-building strategy. High-value content offers are tools to first and foremost solve a small problem for your ideal customer. You build up goodwill with them while they get to know, like, and trust you. Plus, I know in my business that not everyone is going to become a client, and that's okay. But if I can reach and serve people with a high-level, high-value content offer or micro-offer, I am always going to show up to serve. High-value content offers help to educate, and when you're educating, you're building rapport. Generally speaking, these kinds of offers are free. You know, lead magnets of some descriptions. But at times, they can be mini offers that have a small financial commitment. And all of these things can be structured in a way so that they're automated and you're building your audience and your pipeline while you get on with the rest of your business and serving your clients. If you haven't tuned in, head on back to my podcast on profit-driven lead magnets and your path to profit. Loads of ideas in there for you. Number three, email marketing. So you've got high-value content offers which help you to build your list and email marketing must be one of the pillars of your marketing ecosystem. This is non-negotiable and if you've heard me say it a thousand times like a stuck record, a growing email list is a sign of a growing business. I've got a whole guide on email marketing, blogs on the topic, podcasts on the topic, because it is so important. I can't stress this enough. And if you are not leveraging email marketing in your business right now, why? McKinsey and Company commissioned a report on email marketing. And one of the main takeaways is that an email list has a 40-fold impact on your bottom line. So hold the phone a moment. For every one pound you put in, 
it has the potential to give you £40 out. I think Warren Buffett would be pretty impressed with those numbers and I think you should like them too. I'll put a link to how you can leverage the power of email marketing below. Number four, creating truly, utterly compelling and irresistible offers. When you're armed with your brand story, you know who you serve, you've got your high value content offers and your list building, you are well on the way. The next piece of the puzzle is going to get your stadium full of your ideal clients and placing an utterly irresistible offer in the middle of the pitch. Creating an offer that leaves clients and customers buzzing can trip up even the savviest of business owners. You need to be able to define, shape and craft offers. It is a skill that as a business owner, you must develop. You cannot leave this to anyone else. And there is no amount of advertising that can fix a broken offer. This is the tip of the spear. So understand how vital this is to your sales. If I can give you one takeaway, it's this. Customers buy for their reasons, not yours. So it's really important to get to know them really well so you can show them what it's like to have your thing that solves their problem and moves them closer to their desired state. Here's a deal breaker for you. Great customer service, amazing quality, your ability to to deliver, your amazing team. These are not part of a compelling offer. They are a given. So please don't include those things on your sales pages, marketing collateral. I will red pen the hell out of it. Now, if creating an offer is a bit of an unknown, I've got you covered. It's easy, just like putting a postcode in the sat nav, there's a route or a framework for creating offers. I've put a program together for you, which does 80% of the legwork so that you can run with the final 20% and create your truly irresistible offer. I'll put a link to OfferFix in the show notes for you. Number five, paid advertising. Somebody get my soapbox for a second. (laughs) I firmly believe and truly believe that organic traffic and organic sales should fund your paid advertising. And that is how you scale a business. If you don't believe me, drop me a line. Ask me how one DM generated £8,000 in revenue for me. And on the flip side of that, I've spent £8,000 on a very expensive lead generation firm to get me appointments and leads which turned up zero, nada, nothing, zilch. So I am very, very passionate about making sure that organic traffic funds paid traffic. If you don't believe me, take me up on my Power 100 challenge and prove me wrong. But I've got clients who are too busy to even think about paid advertising because of this one organic strategy that I call the Power 100. Now, (laughs) saying all of that, I am a big, big fan of paid advertising. And if you can't pay money to acquire a new customer, then I don't think you have a business. When you've got everything right, your story, your message, your audience, your offer, paid advertising can bring in leads on automation. 
You can quit worrying about where your next client is coming from because day after day you have leads coming in like clockwork. With the ease of Facebook advertising, YouTube, pay-per-click, remarketing, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all of the things, if you're placing an irresistible offer in a strategic way in front of your ideal clients, there is no reason on earth that you can't generate leads on demand. Which platform should you advertise on? Well, where do your ideal clients hang out? Should you use all of the platforms? No. Start with one, get it right, get it bringing in leads, and then scale to the next one. Just remember, your audience are either gathering information, hunting for a solution, or they are ready to buy right now. So think about your ads and how you can target cold, warm, and hot traffic. There's a lot on this and writing compelling headlines for ads in Content Pizza that I mentioned earlier. Now, those are the five. I haven't even touched on reviews, referral strategies, retention strategies, partnerships, creating communities, and a wealth of other marketing strategies that all form part of my growth code. But the ones I have talked about here, these five musts of modern marketing must absolutely be the foundational pillars in building your business pantheon. If I can direct you to another resource loaded with real strategies to get real results for your business, check out my book, 29 Ways to Get More Sales. All the ideas are practical, scalable, and they don't need Super Bowl budgets. I would love to hear from you if you've had any aha moments or have any questions from this episode today. So please get in touch. High five. You've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want to join a group, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, then come and join me on The Growth Code Facebook group. I'll see you there.